like scary stories If you like tasty beers Open up your mouth holes And open up your ears For... Why did where, where literally did she Vanessa was dancing? She did this like weird dance, and that was a, all that was in my head. I was trying to do a slow shake it out mm-hmm. because you don't want to like jiggle m- the brain. Mostly recovered from my traumatic brain injuries, plural, plural. but not all of them. Right? Sometimes <laughs> still get random mind crippling headaches for no reason. So I was trying to mildly shake it out. I, I made that. myself dizzy doing it, and then I started like, singing came Whitney Houston and you singing Whitney Houston because it looked like you were dancing. I do want to dance with somebody who loves me. Well, okay, then I let's dance. I just want to dance. Somebody I, Joan who? Crawford, want to dance with you. I just want to dance. Because. With my abortions and my thick thighs. I want to dance with, with Joan Crawford. Part. I want to get an abortion with, with Joan, Joan Crawford. Crawford. Oh, God. I, I want to oh. get an abortion <laughs> with Joan Crawford. Fuck. <laughs> That's a very specific group on. <laughs> Bob, fucking crap! What is wrong? Did you say the specific group on? Yes, I did. Did you say the specific? Jesus Christ! I did. I said that's a very specific group on. This has been the booze. <laughs> we are done. That's We're done. done. It's never getting R-I-P. better. Holy shit! Jesus! Holy shit! I can't with you two. <laughs> I can't. No, the two of you are terrible. You are both horrible human beings. I'm imperfect. (sighs) I am wonderful. I am the best. No, we're amazing. And also, hi. (laughs) Welcome to the Booze and Birds podcast. We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories, drink thematically appropriate beer, and get abortions with Joan Crawford. That's right. (laughs) On Groupon. On Groupon. Because I am a deep discount shopper. Discount abortion. Look, sometimes you need a deal. Like, we don't all make a hundred plus thousand dollars a year, no. Bob. So some of us need to have discount Groupon abortions, Bob. Was it oh, me, Bob? Yeah, Bob. How many discount abortions have you had? How many oh. bugs have you killed, Bob? I've killed more than both of you combined. I haven't killed yeah. any. I've we killed have a fruit fly like fucking day. infestation. Happy it's still Earth Day, bitches. Yeah, we're still murdering animals. It's still Earth Day. Hey, hey, kids. I hope you paid your taxes if you're in the United States of America. Yes, because it's well, you have. If you didn't, do it today. Please do it today. Because you have until tomorrow. You should definitely do it. Yes. Have you done your taxes yet? Uh, yes, they are with Bob the tax man. Oh, they're with they're with Bobby 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 the tax man. Bobby the tax yep. man. Um, we, we have we used to heard. have the same tax man, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's cute. Vanessa gave he's us. He's very Bostony. He's I very love that cute. guy. He's good. Yeah, he's the best. She. I was like, yo, we need somebody new for our taxes. And I was like, I got a Bobby for you. I got a man for you. Uh, funny story. I don't use Bobby to do my taxes anymore. I do them myself, and now they're a lot more complicated. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, we have not heard from Bob the tax man. Not yet. Oh. I gave him stuff uh, like a week or two ago. I, was, I still have the best conversation with him ever. I was like, yeah, we got this thing, and I got to pay these taxes. He's like, they just want your money. They just want your money. It's true. They get so, so worked up about it. They do. He's not wrong. Yeah. 
So yes, uh, those of you in the United States, I hope you have paid your taxes or plan on paying your taxes today. You're just reminding me that I have to finish my taxes. You and I do not want to finish them. It's you such have to. a fucking undertaking, you man. You have to. I got twenty. It's the law. I got twenty two ten ninety nines this year. Oh fuck. Ugh. Bob, your and that's, two is and really that's good. Not everything, because any job you do under yep. five hundred bucks, you don't have to get. That's right. You don't need for. a ten ninety nine. So it's not everything. And some of them are for less than 500. And I'm like, do I have to claim you? So I'm like texting everyone I know who's like, worked in I tax before. And be like, but really? Do I, do I have to make tax to? on this? The gig economy sucks. Yeah. yeah. They're sucks gonna, a big dick. They're going to find you. Sucks a big government dick. So happy tax day, motherfuckers. Also, my turbo tax costs more. I'm just going to complain about taxes for the next two hours. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Join our Patreon. Hey, welcome to <laughs> Booze and Bureaucrats, where we talk about our favorite government and, bullshit. And <laughs> Fancy Tuna needs your fucking Patreon dollars to pay your taxes. Send your Patreon dollars. But wait, booze, we can uh, only... Patreon.com slash Booze and Bureaucrats. This wait. is Ghosts and Deductions. Wait, speaking <laughs> of Ghosts and Deductions, we have to... We have to start paying taxes on our Patreon if we make more than X number of dollars. We're not there yet. We're, We're not, not there, there yet. yet. Hey, but you know what? Help us get there. Help us get there. <laughs> because do you want to hear us bitch about this next year? Please. I bet you yeah. do. Please uh, you donate. Know, you know what? Patreon.com. If slash our Patreon grows exponentially to the point where we have to pay taxes on it next year, I promise you, the listener, I will still fucking complain about this. <laughs> <laughs> I promise to you. Yes. Um, okay, so because it's tax day. That's right. We decided to do haunted government. That's right. And in, in very in keeping with the booze and bruise theme. Whatever that means whatever to you. Whatever that means to you. Whatever, whatever that, that means, means to you. you. So they sent me down. I first was like haunted city halls, right. haunted government buildings. Like that's where I started out. Right. And I discovered that the Los Angeles City Hall is haunted. Is haunted. However, hmm. it's one of those ghost stories where it's the same two sentences on 45 websites. Yep. And I was like, none of this is good. Yep. Right. But, but one of those two sentences says there's a ghost that haunts the bathroom. But there's no additional information. I want to about the ghost bathroom. And I went deep into the googs. Like and I pages? couldn't find it because I was like, "Tell me about those Los Angeles haunted bathrooms." Yeah, I'm here for it. Wait, I want to know about Morning Myrtle. Are I we... want to poop on a ghost. I'm here <laughs> to it. Are we the one with the sexy Abe Lincoln? Yeah, that's um, oh. that's the court. Oh, that's that's the court. not City Hall. Oh, okay. <coughs> but I was like, I'll go. Yeah, I'll go down there and check it out. I'm gonna fuck. Um, we have nothing to do. Uh, I have lots of things to do, but I'll make time I to go find to poop on a ghost. I'll put that in my fucking schedule. <laughs> okay. Um, but I couldn't find more information about it, so I didn't do that. Gotcha. So then it led me down another rabbit hole of uh, the great state of Arkansas. Yes. Who has, who, like, Arkansas's judicial website. Sure. So the website that, like, lists where all of their county courts are and all of the, like, official information for them has a, uh, a like, bar on their main menu to click down for more information. Ghost? Haunted courthouses. Oh, oh shit. And it lists awesome. all of their haunted courthouses. That's pretty cool. And, uh, and all of the stories were very shallow dives, so there wasn't enough there. Um, for me to pull a story from, but I was like, hey, Arkansas, good way to you. go. Way to lean in. That's good. amazing. Good on you. And one of them was in Fort Smith, where I've actually been to, because it's like an old courthouse okay. that's now like a ruinsy museum kind of place. Um, but there's there wasn't enough there to pull a story from. Gotcha. But because I was in Arkansas, I went adjacent and yes. decided to do a story from Alabama. Okay, that is Arkansas adjacent. With, with, and alphabetically close-ish. Adjacent. Sure. I can still name, fun fact, the United <laughs> States in alphabetical order. Uh, do it. 
All right, I have to do. Do you want to sing the song? I have to sing the do song. Do it. Do it. All right. All right, all right. Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, doo -doo -doo, Delaware, Florida, <laughs> Georgia, Hawaii, Idaho, Illinois, Indiana, -doo -doo, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Hampshire. Oh, fuck. I'm drunk and I forgot the word. Ah! <laughs> oh, fuck is not a state. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <clears throat> Wait, New Hampshire. It uh, does come after N, though. It does. Um, New York, M New Mexico. Oh, no, 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 it's New... Ohio? New Hampshire, New York. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. I have to start, New I have Hampshire, to start in New my Mexico. head. Hold on, you guys, you guys. Get into the Norths? This is why Melissa <laughs> should not drink alcohol. Oh, this is why... Okay, Drunk Podcast Mom is like one of my five favorite things in the whole yeah, world. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Remember when we got drunk and tried to give each other piggyback rides in Anaheim and, and it didn't work out well either way? Yeah. <laughs> I do. Outside, <laughs> outside of the fabulous Unsung I, Brewery. I think I forgot like 90% of the M's. Because all of a sudden I was like, Nebraska, Nevada. Yeah, because I forgot, like, Nevada. New Hampshire, New Mexico. I don't know. This is great I radio. Used anyway. know, I, I used, I used to, to know a song that was all of the periodic table of elements. Ooh, that's good. But Ooh, that I don't remember that anymore. But I remember, like, there's antimony, arsenic, aluminum, selenium, and hydrogen, and oxygen, and nitrogen, and Like, I don't remember anything past that. But I used to know all of it when I was, like, six. Why? Because they want to teach you all about the elements. Nicolia, dude, Rudium, geranium, iron, geranium. Like, what, 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 look, what if you need to talk about elements and you don't have a periodic table on your phone? Thorium, and thulium, and thallium. I don't remember. Thorium. I don't remember Four. any of them. I'm just making up. Four. Four. Four is an element. You guys, so Podcast no. Mom is drunk. She's not going to remember. Continue. It's fine. Okay. Uh, you know what, though? You still you tried, and I appreciate that. You did a hell of a lot I better like than I would have done. You tried. His Earth Day song, dog <laughs> shit compared to your that state song. Accurate. That yeah. was a dog so shit song. So much better. Thank you. So much better. And I acknowledge that I've skipped half of the M's. Minnesota, I hear you. I'm I sorry. I know the Animaniacs have a version. Yeah. And they have one where they list all of the countries. Countries. Too. There's like a lot of countries. I know. I know. And he can still fucking do it, too, man. Oh, so impressive. Uh, Sober, I can name the 50 states. Uh, yeah. I probably Whoa, could. Wow. Anyway, none of that matters. We're talking about Alabama. Yep. Yes, we are. Welcome back. Come back, gentle listeners. Come back, gentle hey, listeners. Buckle up, fuckos. Um, we haven't said that in a while. I feel like we should. No, we haven't. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, is, let's go back to the old. <laughs> so, hey, we, winner, winner, chicken dinner. You know what no, I mean? Well, like, yeah. <laughs> Ghosts all the way down. Ah. Ed Gein made a coin verse out of a vagina. There we go. We are back to the <laughs> Yo, core. Yo, Cho, you only China once. I'm trying to think of like very old. Hey, very sheep sized faceless oh, fart man. man. Are you able to whistle? <laughs> there. OG. This is our greatest hits episode. Flashback. Go. Flashback. Okay. So our tale takes place in Carrollton, Alabama. Alabama. That's Carrollton. C-A-R-R-O-L-L-T-O-N. Carrollton. That's a ton of carols. So Carrollton, Alabama is the county seat of Pickens County in Alabama. Pickens. T Boone Pickens? Yeah. In in the 2012 census. Uh, Pickens <laughs> County had 1,019 oh, that, residents. That's it. Which was up 32 residents from the 2,000 census. Oh, thank It God. actually has 1,700 ATVs. <laughs> Did you just smash it into your you book? Did you kill it? No. Did you get oh. it? Oh, ah! He came back at me. Got him. Spugs. Bob killed him. <clears throat> I'm four for four. I'm making bug ghosts over here. Yep. 
Um, so the town of Carrollton was incorporated in 1831, mm-hmm. and it's named after Mr. Charles Carroll, <gasps> who was of Carrollton, Maryland. And I read a lot of information about Mr. Charles Carroll of Carrollton, Maryland, on the Wikipedia. And what have you learned I'm about him? One fascinating man. Number two, two, no fucking idea why Alabama decided to name a county after him oh really absolutely no fucking idea why they, motherfucker lived in maryland his entire life <laughs> so charles like, now there's a man charles that carrollton I'm, of carrollton maryland he was uh he's an old american sometimes stated as the original american original. he was one of the one of the many white men to sign the declaration of independence okay he was the only roman catholic to sign the the Declaration of Independence. Ah, okay. The only one. He's also the longest living person to have signed the Declaration of Independence. Motherfucker lived to be 95 years old. That's an old ass man. 95. Well, congratulations. They grow him old in Maryland. Congratulations, old ass man. You know to live wrong time. So he's also gonna- the best educated of everyone who signed the Declaration of Independence. He had over six degrees. He spoke five languages because he's fucking Catholic and he was educated in Europe. <laughs> oh my. Every time I do a southern accent, the farther into it I get the more it just sounds like a banjo. So Mr. Charles Carrollton of Carrollton, Maryland, Carrollton, Maryland, was also an incredibly wealthy man. How much money did he have? He had a lot of money. Six bucks? I didn't write down the number. However, I did write down the conversion. Okay. In United States dollars. In modern day United States equivalent, Mr. Charles Carrollton had around $455 million. That is a rich ass son of a bitch. He's a rich ass motherfucker. I thought you were going to say $455,000. No, no, Rich ass motherfucker. Mr. Charles. Mr. Charles Carroll of Carrollton, Maryland, was also, he came from a family who owned slaves, slaves and made profits off the back of slaves. However, he was very anti-slavery. He spoke out against slavery, but he didn't free any no, of his slaves. No, 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 what I'm no, doing is just terrible. No. I am very wealthy. Including when he died at 95 years old, did not free his slaves. He did, however, while he was still working as a representative in the U.S. government Senate, he did try to pass a law that outlawed slavery in Maryland while he was 91 years old but did not free any of his slaves. He was a pragmatic man. He's like, look, it's still legal. I'm going to make that free money. I hate that I can do it, but I'm going to do it. I only have $455 million. Fuck you. So Mr. Charles Carrollton of Carrollton, Maryland. That's why Alabama named a fucking county after him. Probably. (laughs) Probably. Alabama? Because he has a bunch of shit named after him and most of it's in the south that boy's got it right out there but yeah (laughs) i don't understand why he never freed even in his death because like george washington freed all his slaves when he died uh charles carroll did not do that even though at 91 (laughs) he tried to pass legislation outlawing slavery in his state 
He was still 91, still fucking working, still being a civil servant, but didn't free his slaves. He was like, do as I say, not as, not I, as do. I do. Oh, fuck. What um, a goddamn weirdo. Yeah. I, I, also, I have absolutely no idea why this county is named after him in Alabama. Because he's a no fucking idea. racist. That's why. There's a shit. Fuck you, Alabama. Come at me. There's a whole section of his Wikipedia page that's like things named after him. This town isn't even mentioned because there's wow. so much other shit named after him. Um. So I don't know why, but that's where Carrollton, Alabama, yep. comes from. Mr. Charles Carroll. Great, great. Sounds like a cool dude. Yep. So Carrollton, Alabama, again, the county seat of Pickens County, it has a post office that has been in continuous operation since the town was founded in 1831. Great. I that's a long-ass time yep, to run cool. post office. Yeah. Including yep. through the Civil War. <laughs> Yep, great. So some famous residents. There's no basement at the Alamo. <laughs> some famous this residents. This is the same fucking voice from Pee Wee. I don't care. I like to do it. I know I'm going to keep doing it because my fucking podcast. Podcast. <laughs> podcast. I watched a video of very like old. a 17-syllable podcast. Yes. Podcast. I watched a, a very long video explaining this haunting to me from some Alabama state like sanctioned website and it was a very old white woman explaining things in a very racially specific way about this haunting and they say boined like it boined down oh sure I was like that's a weird but they say boined so she's like this man boined down on city hall I don't know why why that's that's an interesting one yeah it was a weird choice anyway the post office that's not where I was. Famous residents of Carrollton, Alabama, include the former president of Alburn University. Great. Yep. <laughs> Charles uh, Barkley. The youngest Charles general. Barkley. The youngest general to die in the Civil War. Robert oh, E. Lee. He's only 24 years old. I thought he said 12 years old. He's only 24 years old. Uh, two Towards football, the end, they were getting desperate. Two famous football boys and one famous football coach did not write down the names I was like, because Who? I do not care. <laughs> Understood. And one I'm Mr. Henry Wales. Henry Winkler. No, Henry Wales. So Henry Wales is probably the most famous resident of Carrollton, Alabama. Mm-hmm. So Carrollton, Alabama, again, established in 1831. Mm-hmm. It original, its original courthouse was built in 1831 when the town was established with its longest continuous running post office. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this first... This tour guide shit is fucking... <laughs> this first county courthouse burned down and boined down. There boined you go. In 1865. Uh-huh. Who did the boining? I bet you can't imagine why can't something imagine. in Carrollton, Alabama nah, would be burned in 1865. <laughs> Let me tell you why. It was a civil war. Pardon. The War of Northern Aggression. (laughs) Oh, boy. So the Union forces burned down the courthouse during the Civil War. And the the football players, P.S., who cares? I told you, two football boys, one football coach, do not care. Does not matter. And Mr. Henry Wales. That's right. Does not matter. Mr. Henry Wales. Mr. Henry Wales. Jesus Christ. Okay. So the first courthouse burned down in 1865 during the War of Northern Aggression. The second I love this accent so much. I want it in my whole life. I can't. I'm going to use it at the bank. (laughs) (laughs) They rebuilt the courthouse. I would like to make a deposit. You still 
inside of my vagina corn purse. Ed Gein made a corn purse out of a vagina. This is from the Ed Gein collection. And then he boined it. That's why he gave him my snickles. The second courthouse (laughs) also boined to the ground in 1876. Why? By Quishamon. Oh, mystery. Possible. Thus, we enter our ghostly tale. (laughs) Christ. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I am loving it. (laughs) (laughs) So it was 1876 Mm -hmm. in Carrollton, Alabama. Yep. The U.S. government has just formally ended its reconstruction of the South after the Civil War and removed most of its troops from our good southern state. Sure. The white Democrats had taken back control of both state and local government from those terrible Republicans who were running the country. Fuck Lincoln. <laughs> Fuck him right to death. Fuck him. <laughs> Why would he want to free the black man? When there's good when money there's to be good made. When there's good money to be made. So Pickens County, and again, I'm just going to remind you, Pickens County, in the 2010 census, he had, a thousand had people. 1,019 people in it. Pickens County had the fifth highest rate of lynchings Jesus. in the entire state Fuck. of Alabama oh my during God. the Reconstruction. I know it gets less funny. Uh, so I'm like now, oh God. Yeah, a lot. So they. Uh, hey, I think I know why they like that <laughs> slave owner guy. Yep. yep. So <laughs> it was like a joke before, but now I think I really now know. I get it. So most of these lynchings were done in front of the courthouse, which again has burned down twice, but is in the same location. Um, and just in case you were curious, that is 15 lynchings that they did over the course of the Reconstruction. After the Civil War. And those 15 lynchings do not incur a mass shooting that occurred in the courthouse when a white mob broke into the jail cells and shot four black men and one black woman. But those do not count because they are not lynchings. So they don't matter to the statistics of Wikipedia. Oh, my God. Uh, Oh, my God. This is a turd city in turd county it's a a terrible place it also to this day is almost exactly 50 50 split white and black it's like 49 percent and like 46 percent it's very closely split with like three percent of other Um, oh my god so a lot of racial tensions also i would just like be like you don't count as a city anymore no you failed also every single article that i read both new and old called Mr. Henry Wales a freedman like they had to specify that mm-hmm. and I was like fuck you it's the reconstruction south every black person is a freedman free yeah. you don't need to say it and you're just saying it so that you can try and like put some sort of racial spin on it right. and make it be like the black man done evil yeah. it's oh. bullshit and every single article said it fuck you um, Alabama oh. so no, when fuck you stop <laughs> listening to my podcast if you're from Alabama Go fuck yourself. Uh, Turn this off. No, that's not true. There are good law-fearing people in Alabama. There's some good people in Alabama. If you you want to lynch people in Alabama, stop listening. This podcast is not for you. Um, So in November 6th, I'm going back to the accent because it's fun. November 16th of 1876, 
The new courthouse burned to the ground. Now, you remember, this is only 12 years after the new courthouse was built. I had just done that math in my head. 12 years during the reconstruction, when they're trying to basically rebuild their entire town, because it had burned down from all those northern aggressioners. Sure. Yeah. So they had to spend considerable <laughs> yeah. time. They had to spend considerable time and resources building this courthouse. Mm-hmm. And it was a, a real monument of civil pride for the white man. Sounds cool. Yeah. Oh boy! And where they I where they wait. hung a bunch of black people yeah. is uh, terrible. And then shot the. I other don't half. know what it's like to live in Carrollton, Alabama, right I now. But I it's don't. Good. I don't imagine it's. I mean, I think it depends on what you look like. Yeah. Um. So the legend goes, and there is a definite break in legend and truth, and we're going to get to that. But the legend says that. The courthouse burns to the ground 12 years after they have rebuilt it. And again, they have spent considerable time and expense to rebuild this courthouse because they're trying to rebuild their entire fucking town. And so it took a lot for them to rebuild this courthouse. Right. And they built it like bigger, better, stronger. It's huge. Mexico the paid, for it. paid for it. It's huge. It's oh. wonderful. Mexico paid for it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I, I got Kirsten Nielsen resigned. Yeah, yeah. windmills give you cancer. It's great. It's great. Um, so, the, so then the courthouse burns to the ground again and they're pissed the city is pissed let me be specific the white residents of the city yes. are pissed because they're like this is such a source of local pride for us this courthouse would you say and you burned local pride it. white for, pride for which for which half for the white, white half would you call it white pride uh i mean wikipedia didn't call it that but i don't but think I that's would... a big jump in logic hmm um so they zero in pretty quickly on mr henry wales uh-huh freedman um yeah. so Henry Wells, he's not the best guy. Um he's a, obviously a a black man living in this community. He's done a bunch of like petty theft. He's been arrested for like being like drunk and getting in fights and like pulling a switchblade on someone before. You but know what? If like, I were a black man living in yeah, this, in this town place, at I would that imagine time, I would leave maybe. But where are you yeah. going to go? Everywhere yeah. shitty. Yeah. You're you're I deep in Alabama. Oh, I get what I'm it. saying is if you have to survive and everybody's being an asshole to you and you can't get a good job because you're a black guy, yeah, you're probably going to steal stuff yeah. and you're probably going to need to carry a knife on you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um totally. Um so all of these rumors start to spread that Henry Wells is the man who burned down the courthouse. There's no proof of this. Henry Wells is not like getting drunk and going into bars and being like I'm in the courthouse. There's none of this. They're just like, "Oh, he's a black man who does crime." It's definitely him. And then they started this theory that someone had broken to the courthouse to burglarize it and then to cover up the burglary, they had burnt it down. But there's no proof that there was actually anything burgled from the courthouse. And what would you burgle from a courthouse? Who done the bur- law books? I was going to done the burgle. I'm going to take that gavel. I want to go. Yeah. So then, Guilty. So then he starts to. So this then, week on Alabama Justice, <laughs> we find this out. This week on Racist Judge Justice, we find out who done did the burgling. Jesus. Surprise <laughs> is a black man in a real slow and deliberate fashion. Jesus. Um, and then we get barbecue. So Mr. Henry Wells starts to hear all these rumors that he's being suspected of being the one who burned down the courthouse. And again, all of the white residents of this town are like very mad about the fact that this courthouse is burned down. And so he's like, fuck it, I'm out. And he leaves. And he leaves the county. People think he went down to Mexico for like a year and a half, wow. two years. Wow. He was just fucking out. He was done. Probably he smart. Was, he was like, no. I didn't burn down this courthouse. I'm And I'm not going yeah. to jail for it. And they're going to put me in jail for it. So I'm just going to fucking leave. So he leaves and then he comes back 
to visit his grandmother on her birthday. Henry Wells, garbage man, so this legend would have you believe. Coming back into the country to visit his grandmother on her birthday. Like a garbage person Like a garbage does. person does. And then, so then rumors start to turn through the town. Because again, very small town. So rumors start to come through. Like Henry Wells is back in town. He's at his grandmother's house. So the sheriff comes to get him from his grandmother's house. Um, and says like, I'm arresting you for burning down the courthouse. Um, and he's like, I didn't burn down the courthouse. And the sheriff's like, I got to take you in. We're going to put you on trial. Because I'm arresting you for burning down the courthouse. Again, no evidence. No evidence. At all. So the sheriff takes him and puts him into a jail cell. And the jail is adjacent to the courthouse. They're like sort of connected at this point. Uh, okay. Almost. This is a kangaroo court. It's a very small, it's a very small fucking I'm county. I'm just sitting here like, I, 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 yeah, I got nothing I to can't. say on this. This is miserable. It's a very small fucking county. Um, uh, but I feel like it's a story that needs to be told. Yeah. So uh, they put him in to jail and uh, all of the whites in town start to get real fucking uppity about it. And they decide we're going to start, we're going to go get Mr. Henry Wells. So then the sheriff goes and gets Henry Wells out of jail and says, like, there's a lynch mob coming. So we're going to take you out of jail because they think you're in jail. So we're going to move you to the courthouse. We're going to move you to the top floor of the courthouse into the garrison. It's a room that we can, like, secure you into so it's safe like a jail cell. But the townsfolk don't know that you're up there, so you'll be safe. Sure. And Mr. Henry Wells is like, those fuckers are going to kill me for burning down the courthouse, and I didn't do it. And the sheriff is like, look. Uh, We got you, boo. He said... Pretty much. He said, I'm going to get you a fair... T- you're going to have a fair sure trial. Sure you are. Yep. And, and, sure you and, are. And basically said, when I hang you for burning down the courthouse, it'll be because the court found you guilty of burning down the courthouse. But, like, you're going to get a fair trial. He made a promise. And that was very important to the sheriff. Um, again, I watched... important that he made a promise that yes. it would be a fair oh, yes. trial. I mean, I you will a, die. I watched a lot of uh, a very uh, old and subversively racist white women explaining this myth to me. And the promise was very important. Oh, so he made a promise that he was going to get a fair trial. Yep, sure. Um, so then the lynch mob very quickly realizes that Mr. Henry Wells is not in the jail and is in the garrison of the courthouse. Sure. Uh, because the garrison has windows and because they saw him moving him into the courthouse because it's right fucking next door. So then they just start to move on the courthouse instead of on the jail. Um, and it's a dark and stormy night. And storm clouds are gathering over the town of Carrollton, Alabama. Um... And all of these white men in a lynch mob, by the way, other black men have already been lynched in front of this new courthouse because he's been gone for two years. So this is not their first rodeo. Um, So they hanged a lot of black men. Not I mean, he was like the second or third, but he was not the first. So he he was aware of what was coming for him. Yeah. So he, uh, as again, legend says, he's hanging out in the the top of the garrison and he's looking out the front window of the courthouse where he can survey the entire street. He can see the mob coming up on him and the mob is like chanting and like, I assume, holding their pitchforks and their burning crosses and promising to lynch this man. Um, And he uh, in the middle of the storm and he yells down at them, I am innocent. And if you kill me, I will haunt you for the rest of your lives. And at the moment that he says this, a giant clap of lightning and thunder hits the sky and his face is illuminated in the upper window of this courthouse as he's looking down at them, terrified of what they're about to do to him. Right. Uh, Jump forward five minutes. They were going to skip through this. They breach the courthouse. They pull him out. They lynch him. 
Yeah, of course they do. This is how the legend goes. Uh-huh. The next day, one of the men who is in the lynch mob is walking by the courthouse, I'm sure feeling very good about himself yeah, and his he white supremacy. The black man. Yeah. And he looks up at the window of the courthouse and he sees the shadow of a man's face in the window. And he's like, Is huh, that not how? the man that we don't kill And he's like, How is Henry Wells still up there? I just killed, killed him. him. Yes, I know that I don't hang him. So then the sheriff, who feels very bad, because oh, sure he, he had made a, he made a promise. Sure he, did. he does not feel bad that this man was surreptitiously stolen out of government custody and hung without a fair trial. I set up a whole kangaroo court so yeah. this this black man could be could be sent to jail. He feels bad because he made promise. I, I imported all them kangaroos from yeah. Australia. So it's expensive. It's not cheap. We're Better. still in the reconstruction. Hold on, yeah. Sam got to get his percentage of them kangaroos. <laughs> oh, my. Lincoln going to take his cut of this kangaroo taxes. <laughs> Typical. Typical Republican. Um, so the sheriff is upset about this. And he sure. also sees the face in the window. So he goes up to the garrison. And he's like, from inside the garrison looking out, there's nothing weird about the window. It looks totally normal. But he knows from outside looking in, you can see the face in the window. So he starts to scrub it with like soap and very hot water goes back downstairs still sees the face comes mm. back upstairs scrubs it again goes back downstairs he comes back a bunch of times tries to clean it eventually starts to use pure gasoline oh, to Jesus. try and strip and he the burns window the motherfucker down, down. <laughs> <laughs> oh no okay no this third version of the courthouse which was built up in the two years when mr henry wells was away from town um is the courthouse that stands to this day bummer um so he tried pure gasoline to strip the planing off of this window goes back downstairs the face is still fucking there Jesus. yeah because you murdered um, an innocent man um it, it is and and in so they say that the face looks down at them in its like objective horror of like what are you about to do to me i'm an innocent man i didn't burn this courthouse and it stares down at them in judgment because yeah. They hung an innocent man. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I um, get it. And also, uh, th- this is all part of the legend. True story, though. This uh, part of Alabama hits storms all the time. So in many storms over the years, again, this courthouse was built out in like the 1870s, 1880s, this, the third version of it. It's been hit by multiple storms over the years. In two storms, every single window in the courthouse has been broken except, except that, that one. Oh, really? It's never broken. Hell yeah. Um, Even after they drenched it in gasoline. Yep, couldn't burn it out. And to this day, there is a historical marker saying like, this is the window of Henry Wells. The ghost of him looks down and haunts everyone who's ever like, who was a part of this. There are like, uh, if you go across the street, there are binoculars aiming up the window so you can see it. There's a big arrow that they put on the side of the building being like, this is the window where he's at. Look at this here Um, window. And they use him as a sort of parable nowadays, like like a morality. tale of being like you shouldn't jump to judgment um, and you should judge a white man the same way that you judge a black man. Um, This is like a modern day thing that they still teach in schools to this day in Alabama, in this part of Alabama, based on this ghost window. This ghost window that will haunt you. Um, Henry Wells has never done anything to any of the people in this town. Um... But it like the town is super fucking into it. It's like in their web page. Wow. They're fucking about it. <laughs> um the true story of Henry Wells is a little bit different. Oh. Um there is a ghost window. There is a window that does have a face on it. Sure. It's the um courthouse is currently being reconstructed and so it, there's a piece of plywood over the window to protect it, but because it's been there over 130 years, they're like, "No, no, no, we understand the historical significance of this window and we're not we're not going to get rid of it. With it. We're protecting it, but we have to retrofit the building. It's 130 years old." Right. Um but actually when Mr. Henry Wells came home, 
after two and a half years of being gone to visit his grandmother on her birthday. True story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the police came to the house to try and arrest him. And he was like, I did not burn down the courthouse. And they were like, sorry, we're going to arrest you anyway. And he was like, freedom birds and ran away. Okay. Um, and they gave him two warning shots in the back to fucking stop. Um, and then they took him to jail. Again, shot twice, this man. They took him to jail where they interrogated him for two years. Oh. For Sorry, for two days. Oh, um, okay, that's, that's a little different. different. It's different. Again, he has two gunshot wounds. They interrogated him for two days, which included torture, where yeah. he eventually confessed to burning down the courthouse. I'm sure he did. And then quickly died in police custody. So he was not actually one of the 15 that were lynched in Carrollton County uh, during the Reformation period. Oh, my God. Um, this whole thing is a mess. It's okay. terrible. But what I found interesting about this story is, so Henry Wells, as a ghost, he doesn't do anything in the building. Right. He doesn't, he doesn't actually, like, haunt any of the men. It's not like any of the men were just like, oh, I'm so haunted by the poor decisions I've made. No, <laughs> none, of the, none of them gave a shit. But I think it's interesting. My that, morals. <laughs> that to this day, the, the county, uh, Piggins County, Carrollton, the city, and all of this part of Alabama, which is like sort of southern middle Alabama, yeah. holds this up as a parable for the terrible injustices done to African-American, specifically men, during this portion in Americans' history. So I find it's interesting that the window that holds this story survived yeah. through yeah. all through this fucking civil rights movement, through everything, where the South was like getting rid of all the statues yeah. of black men. Yeah. But this window has survived because this town of Carrollton, yeah. which again, almost 50-50 split black and white, like uses it, they go around to kindergartens and they tell this story to be like, don't jump to conclusions and everyone deserves a fair trial and like but they never say this man didn't actually burn down the courthouse they never they're like well he confessed he actually did burn down the courthouse so he deserved it but I'm like but no did he he confessed under torture torture but i think it's interesting that they use this did they have a lawyer there with him probably not because of the torture oh definitely not oh weird (laughs) um but i think it's interesting that they hold up this ghost story as a way to teach children a lesson yeah. about equality and like the rule of law. Sure. I think it's I think it's an interesting choice that Alabama has made out of all of the the deep and varied history of the South because a lot of interesting things happened in the South during yeah. the Civil War. Sure. So I think it's interesting that this is a story that they have clung to because it's sort of like uh, a moniker for white guilt. Yeah. Uh, that they point to and go like we were wrong yeah um and they teach that to this day which i think is kind of nice which like poor henry wells had a had a terrible life he was a slave and then had to fight for whatever he got and then he had to run away and he came back to visit his fucking grandmother and they shot him is terrible he had a terrible life but now he gets to serve as a lesson for like young white people in the south to be like we shouldn't do this again right which i was like yeah. that's nice that in the 1870s they thought this is important and we should carry on this legacy uh, yeah. um which i was like carrollton has a very varied history but i was like i'm impressed that you made that choice and you stuck with it for years podcast mom's gonna jump in and be like fuck you carrollton Alabama. wow nope fuck you 
It, it's they nope, nope. made a bad decision. They made a lot of bad decisions. Fuck they definitely you. did. Nope. Fuck but you. they you, could you have. Are, uh, you are finding a definite silver lining yes. on this t- on this piss cloud. Yes. So there we go. I think. Fuck yes, you. I think it's a silver lining. I think it's a silver lining moment. I'll allow it because the South has a a lot of ghost stories. Yes. You know? mm-hmm. Um. And they have a lot of ghost stories where, like, what people are wronged by the black band. So I think it's interesting that this is the ghost story that they've clung to for right. 100 years. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that's my ghost story. Okay. Not actually a ghost, more of, like, a parable well, about, yeah, about kind of learning ghost. to do the right thing. Right. Um, which brings me to my beer. So my beer is Moral Panic. Jesus Christ. <laughs> from Ska Brewing, which is out of Colorado. It's their Brute IPA. It says pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Uh, which I find adorable. Um, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. I, 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 it smelled good. Again, I'm not drinking because I'm on meds. I find it to be a fairly easy drinking IPA. As yeah. podcast mom yours. who hates IPAs, what do you He think? didn't like it as much as the other one. I didn't. I If I were to pick between oh, the liked... IPAs, it was the one from last episode. Yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Because Them this... hazies are a little easier on you, I because think. Because this think so. is... Five... 0.75. It's not on the can, but I looked it up on oh, the internet. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah, so it's much more mild. Yeah. I feel like the eboos in this are also probably... Yeah, 5.75. It's on the can. Mm. Um, it's probably significantly less. I don't know what it is about the, the hazy versus this, but I was just like, eh, the hazy is not No, bad. everyone's allowed to have their own opinion. Yeah, man, you're allowed to have opinions. Yeah. You're making me drink gross beer. Yeah, I, I did. I did. I mean, I like it. I'm I don't know if I like it. I'll I, let you know in a couple of weeks. I feel good about it. Yeah. Anyway, that's my story and that's my beer. Yay! We'll be back in a couple seconds. You don't go nowhere unless you're too depressed. Hey, everybody. It's your old pal Engineer Bingo from Booze and Brews Podcast. Just came back from NASCAR. Rice done shit my pants drinking Budweiser. You That's my buns. Anyway, you got to love this Booze and Brews Podcast. You know what you got to do? You got to send us a rating and a review. And you got to subscribe on iTunes. Help us move up the charts. We send you gifts. Hey, if you're still waiting on your gift, don't worry. We see you. We got your address. We're going to send it out to you real right quick. You're going to love it. We also have a bunch of different great social media platforms. We sure do. You know, my favorite one is Instagram. What's oh, that? It's Booze Brew Podcast. I hate Facebook. What's that? It's Booze Brews. Twitter's a, a dumpster fire. What's that? It's Booze and Brews as well. My other favorite thing on the internet is Booze and Brews patreon page that's right we got video episodes audio episodes done did the drone you can look at patreon.com slash booze and brews also you won't send us an email boozeboopodcast gmail.com hey stick around we're about to get back to the show yeehaw Hi, Podcast Mom here. I really do hope you are enjoying the wonderful podcast that we are on called Pop Pop. What's it called? The Booze and Brews Podcast. Did you know that you can actually get paid just for listening to this podcast? That's question amazing. mark, question mark, question mark. You can get paid? That's impossible. Oh Nobody ever gets Look, paid for anything. You guys, that sounds insane. Not this is the, you know In this gig economy? I know it sounds insane. Oh my God, I just said that. But it's, this sounds but like something what? a crazy person would it's say. It's true. It isn't. Uh, we just discovered, and by just discovered, I mean we've known about it for a minute, but we are totally on board with this free new app called Podcoin, and it literally pays you. Literally. 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 And Perkins. Pays you. <laughs> to listen to podcasts. Here's how it works. <laughs> Numero uno. You listen to the podcasts and you earn podcoin while whilst you whilst. listen. Whilst you listen. Then you turn that podcoin in for gift cards at wherever you want. You can use it on. Now now Amazon. where where does where does podcoin fall in the blockchain? 
Is this like Bitcoin? What am I getting into? No, shut up. Just, it's podcasts and money. Okay, great. That's all it is. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Do you well, like, don't make it overly complicated. It's my money God. for listening to podcasts. That's uh, right. Uh, you can that. do whatever you want with it. You can donate it. You can buy coffee. You can buy weird scrubby porn gloves on Amazon. Whatever you want. Whatever you it's want. Buy you. scrubby porn gloves. But you know what? The more you listen, porn gloves. the more you earn. <laughs> so... So, so here's what you do if you really want to get those scrubby porn clubs. Right. You download mm-hmm. the app right now. Right, right now. now. Immediately. Uh, it's available on iPhone or Android. And then you just use our special code. Our special code, Booze Bruce. Booze Bruce. All one word, Booze Bruce. I'm Easy. doing the Irish accent hands right now. Hell yeah. Uh, and you'll get 300 pod coin just for signing up. 300 pod coin. What is it worth? I don't know. 300. 300. You're well on your way to those porno scrub gloves. Yes. And if you listen to enough of us on there, you can get free cappuccino. What? You can get an Amazon gift card what? for aforementioned porn gloves. That's right. So go ahead and listen to this podcast or virtually any other podcast on Podcoin and sign up using our code, Booze Bruce. That's all you got to do. I That's swear. It. It'll change the way you listen to podcasts. Hell It'll change yeah. your freaking life. Yeah. Shit! Download it! Fuck yeah! Hello, gentle listeners. Hi. Welcome back to part two of Haunted Government. No one knows about that bush. It's a secret bush. Secret George S- W. Bush. Secret bush. Secret bush. So yes, um... Secret bush. Podcast mom here. Hi. Hi How? there, podcast mom. Hi. No, one knows, no one knows what we talked about in the break between. Nope. nope. So podcast mom here to tell you uh, about her haunted government house. Do it. Which is... Is it about taxes? Is there representation? No. This... I'm going to tell you about the Octagon House. Ooh. Yes. Inside the Octagon this weekend. Inside the Octagon. Is that where Ronda Rousey lives? Sure. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, not, not, not anymore. She's was, a WWE. I was like, is she a fighter lady? I don't actually know. Yeah. She's a wrestler She's now. a wrestler now. She's wrestles different. now. Yeah, she wrestles. Yeah. Do they yep. not wrestle in Octagons? They no, do wrestle, but it's real? like Greco-Roman. See, and they're like, trying to murder each other. Exactly. Okay, okay. It's real, whereas wrestling is Do they smell fake? what The Rock is cooking? Have they she smelt does, it? Yes. She does, yes. She's finally smelt it. Yes. Yeah. It's been a decade, but they can smell yeah. now. Yes. And, now, and like, look, The Rock has been telling you that he dealt it. He's... The whole time. Yeah. The whole just toots. time. Just the toots. Just the... Just leaving Rock toots. That's what they're originally going to call him, Dwayne the Toots Johnson. Yeah, he calls, yeah, it, he calls him Pebbles. The tootsie leaves behind. Tootsies. His tootsie rolls. Yeah. He calls these juicy rolls pebbles. So the Octagon House <laughs> knows pebbles is located at 1799 New York Avenue Northwest in Washington D.C.'s Foggy Bottom neighborhood. Mm-hmm. They're the Foggy Bottom uh, boys. The foggy Bottom girls. Foggy Bottom. They the, make the rockin' world go round. That's right. Um, the home was built for Colonel John Taylor the Sanders. Third. John Taylor the third. Colonel Nathan R. Jessup. Taylor? Taylor. It's like a Taylor with a lisp or like some sort of speech impediment. Uh, it's, hey, is, is Mr. John Taylor, Taylor going to be here? It's John Taylor the third. Hello, I'm here Hello. to see John Taylor. John I live in Taylor. the octagon. I live in the octagon. I heard his house is made out of geometry. It was built I live with Wonder Wowsy. For him <laughs> and his family in 1799. My um, house is very old. The Taylors are originally from Richmond County, Virginia, which is about 100 miles south of Washington, D.C. Um, John inherited the Mount Area Estate, which is where he was born and grew up. Mm-hmm. Um, Mount Areola Estate? Yeah, Mount Areola, Areola, Areola. Estate it's fine. in Virginia from his father. Hello, I heard that you lived in an octagonal nipple. And it was quite the estate. I heard you lived in a nipple full of Oreos. By the time... I was here to maybe get a suckle. <laughs> By the time of, the, of that sweet middle queen, Johnny up. Three got it. <laughs> double stuff, it middle was queen. Already a sixty thousand acre grouping of various plantations. 
Um, and Johnny Three was reputed to be the richest Virginia planter at the time. I'm so rich in double so stuff. So what do planters need? Well, according to George Washington, we need thumbs and nipples. president of this great country. He needed a winter home. So I need somewhere to win dollars. Taylor, I'm just I think plowing we're over the rename you podcast bulldozer. <laughs> so for a thousand dollars, Taylor bought the property, and Dr. William Thornton, who also built the U.S. Capitol building, and Octagon is kind of shaped like a nipple. Uh, constructed the house it was originally like i said meant to be a winter home for taylor and his family winter but they ended up living there year round from 1818 to 1855 uh you seem to have just moved right past the queen yes i have so the taylors had 15 children 13 of whom survived into adulthood that's a lot of oreo cream um the home had such innovative features like closets on every floor oh man my oreos uh the property also had stables uh, a smokehouse uh laundry carriage house slave quarters and an ice house and a head shop um all of these outbuildings um of all of these outbuildings only the ice house survives oh so you have the main house and then the ice house that's, that's all that's left that's all that's left oh, okay that's the free though where we freeze our thin mint and our oreos yeah sure <laughs> So why is it called the octagon? I, why is it? Why? Yeah. I assume it's octagonal. Because the house is octagon shaped? Oh, well, like a nipple. Wrong. No. It's no. not? Oh, it isn't? No, it's not. Everything I've learned is wrong. Despite its name, the house is shaped like a hexagon. The Talos, not strong at geometry, called it the octagon house. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm a dumb white man. That's. That's the story. They but anyway, could rename it the Idiot Hut. That's what it should be they called should, today. They should call it the We're Not Good at Shapes House. He yeah. was Taylor. Shapes are tough. He was Taylor. <laughs> and he just couldn't pronounce it. He just couldn't pronounce it's it. It's just got a lot of sides, so I think it's an octagon. I think it's an octagon, so I'm going to call it the octagon house, sir. It's a hexagon. Fuck you. What is... What, I Wait, refuse. it's the same. Did the same. What is the difference, please? So, the Look, house... it's my house. I decided it has a size. The house has a largely, or sorry, a large winding staircase in the center of the house, which serves as a corridor leading to all the rooms. Um, it was built this way like to the maximize. Areola of yeah, my nipple house. Sure. It was built this way to maximize space since the lot is weirdly shaped. So the lot is built similarly to a triangle. Um, okay. So they had to come so up. Like, hexagon it w- fits the best in a triangle? That's right. This isn't fucking sacred geometry happening right oh now. No, no the it makes guy sense. Who, no, Dr. Thornton, who also designed Show the me. White House. Show me. You're drawing pyramids. You're definitely in the Illuminati. Done. Every wall Here's is 70 degrees. And every wall is 70 degrees? That's a, yeah, that's every, right every wall is 70 degrees from the street. So is based it hexagon on, uh, six-sided? Six-sided. No. That what hexagon means? Yeah. I don't so know. So every wall no, I'm just house, you, yes. I didn't major in shapes. Calm <laughs> down. major in shapes. So yes, that so is I'd like to attend the University of Minnesota in your shapes department, please. That's what that's I studied That's a woman. <laughs> I think that's a dodecahedron. How many nipples and oreos can I fit in a hexagon? I feel like that's... Let's do some math. That's the isosceles triangle. So the house found itself pretty useful during the War of 1812. My house is How? so... My nipple house so, is very useful. On September... What's so useful about it? On September 8th, I can 1814, the entire country. <laughs> President James Madison and his wife, Dolly... Moved in after the White House was burned by the British. And breastfed the American so army. It became the white. With my areola sticky. So it became the white, parentheses, 
Brick House <coughs> 2.0 in 1814. It's a brick house. It's mighty, mighty. It's letting it all hang out. The Madisons lived there for <laughs> six it. months and actually signed the Treaty of Ghent, which ended the war in the upstairs study of the Octagon House Wait, on February 17th, 1815. Wait, Interesting. Just, to, just to be clear, you just said it ended the war in the upstairs study. In the upstairs bedroom. <laughs> there was a war in the study upstairs, and we ended it. Yeah. So the United States... Uh, started this war of aggression. They uh-huh. invaded Canada. Stupidly, oh, no. In yeah, not great. We're coming for you, Toronto. Which was dumb. Um, we thought, eh, we'll take Canada. And Canada was like, no. We think you won't. We've tried um, that twice. We failed both times. We failed. So in 1812, we invaded Canada. And the British was like, no. Um, in 1814, they came for America. They stormed the capital. And they burned the White House in 1814. So James Madison, who was president, and his wife, Dolly, they actually left, fled, came back, um, Octagon House. And that is where they lived for six months. And the Treaty of Ghent, which ended the War of 1812, was signed in one of the upstairs bedrooms in 1815. Dig it. Got it. Oh, that is Octagon Hexagon House. Yes. Correct. So for their hospitality, the Talos, Already the richest um, motherfuckers in all of Virginia. They were given a lifetime supply of Oreos. Chocolate, please. God, Willy Wonka. Uh, No, they were actually (laughs) given $600. No, $500 in rent. $500? Yeah. Thanks for ending our war with Canada. Here's 500 bucks. Was that a lot of money back then? I think so. 17 or no, 18. Do you want me to look it up? 1815. 1815. Um, what is the equivalent of five hundred dollars? I, mean, I don't, imagine. Don't wait for me. Continue on with your story. It is quite a lot of money. So Johnny the Third died in eighteen twenty-eight, and his wife Anne died in eighteen fifty-five. Oh! After Anne's death, the children rented out the house first as a girls' school during the eighteen sixties. Um, then it was rented to the government, um, the hydrographic office of the U.S. Navy. Hydrographic there. office? Sure. What they year make- was it? 1815. The furthest back one I can find is 1860. Oh, sure. All so right. I'm going to have to do that. And, and, and by the way, that's the third page on Google search results. Oh, shit. 500 um, bucks? Yep. Yeah. What do we got? Um, and then it was rented as a tenement house in the 1880s. So 10 families lived there. So they converted it basically into... So this is a big ass house. It is a huge house. Okay. And they converted it into 10 single family homes mm-hmm. during the 1860s. Or sorry, the 1880s. 15 grand. There you go. $500. From 1860, which is the furthest back conversion I could find in a very quick gigs. Yeah, so imagine that's a lot so of money. So it's it's significantly more than that. Yeah, but it yeah from eighteen sixty became six months over fifteen grand. Six. I still months. don't think you could buy an Audi with it. You could buy a like a base model Audi. Not oh, when you yeah. want. Yeah, no, no. You. Can I mean, you A3. can't get the spoiler, but like you A3 can get some custom sure. floor base mats. Model A three, totally. Aren't they forty? No, they're thirty. Oh well, there you go. I mean, you would have to aftermarket tint the windows. Yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah, not the best. You know, not you could best. still go to the store and get a bunch of Oreos. There's a lot of Oreos. So, the American Institute of Architects bought the house in 1902, and it was their headquarters until the 1960s, and it has been a museum since the 1970s. You can go visit today. 
Hooray. Sounds great. Yes. You can. And they have a lot of uh, DC parties at the Octagon House. I've actually been to a DC party at the Octagon House. There you go. Wait, really? Yeah. What, what kind of... What Are we talking to like I'm Illuminati? I'm so fancy you don't even know. Are we talking about globalists? <laughs> are we ta- I went to a party that was sponsored by the Internal Revenue Service. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was not very fancy. Or what they were doing was just spending all of your taxpayer dollars. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> Happy tax day. Ah, you fucks. <laughs> so like all good museums... Um, there be ghosts in this. There yes. be ghosts. It's also like it's right in the thick of fucking DC. Like it's yeah. right on the main strip where all the super old fucking houses are. Yes. Everything is haunted on that goddamn strip. Yes. And it is an interesting looking place. Yes, it is. It, it's one of those where you know when you know that the architect of that house is also the architect of the U.S. Capitol building. You look at it and you go. It looks like a square tit. Yeah, it is very similar. You're like, you know I what's get funny it. is I I've it. been in the octagon house. It, I never thought to see if it was actually an octagon. I was it's just like, hexagon. I don't know, I'm in a fucking octagon. I, I don't know, it's an yeah, octagon house. I didn't house. count the walls. Truth, it's a hexagon. I didn't look. I was just, I just believed. You said, <laughs> you wanted to believe. Yes. Alex Jones would be so disappointed in me. You got to question so, everything. One of the ghosts. Black CIA helicopter. That is said to haunt. Cam trails. Cam trails. The Octagon House is Dolly Madison. Ghost whore because that bitch be Oh my God. Dolly Madison is fucking everywhere in DC. She's every every single old house in DC is like Dolly Madison haunts here. P.S. Listen to my Patreon. Uh, booze and Brews. No, sorry. Patreon.com slash Booze and Brews. Yeah. I'm going to tell you about Dolly Madison. Hear all about Dolly Madison. Ow, she's fucking drooping her ectoplasm all over the District it's, of Columbia. It's going yeah. to be light on the ghost, but heavy on Dolly Madison because she, she's a fascinating woman. She was like, taxation without representation. I'm going to represent myself in ghost form Done. all over this county. Um, so, yes, the oldest mention of Dolly's ghost was in 1912 when the Washington Herald wrote the uh, following. Reported and I quote, that quote. I have a quote. S- quote. Quote if between midnight and dawn, there is a low hum of pleasant conversation, the sound of silver and the clink of glasses, as a splendid silver, company silver, 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 of silver, gay silver. liveried men <laughs> drive up and take away the departing guests, in reference to the ghostly continuation of one of Dolly's famous parties. Dolly loved the sound of silver. She was uh, obsessed with silver sounds. In the 1937 book, Washington City and Capital, stated that at midnight, Dolly Madison is believed to hold court again among these shades of pretty women and stately men. Uh, The 1941 book, Ghosts That Still Walk, Real Ghosts of America by Marion Lowndes, describes ghostly receptions held by Dolly um, and states that Dolly has been sighted in the front hall and says that the smell of lilacs is noticeable whenever Dolly is present. Mm. Um, That bitch spotted lilacs. The Bethlehem Globe Times in 1949, we're noticing a pattern here, um, reported a story in which the mortal Dolly, while she was still alive, was distressed at the ghostly sounds in the octagon and reportedly told her husband, James, that we are going to move. But I don't want to the live in said, the nipple the anymore. Said, the ghost said, step into the octagon! That's right. Me. Nobody this, leaves the octagon! However, this Sunday! However, USC, Sunday, Sunday! USC 67682. <laughs> they always have numbers. In 19... <laughs> start 845.5. In 1942... <laughs> it's in a Kimura. It's unbelievable. So, in 1952, a relatively unknown woman by the name of Jacqueline Bouvier... 
uh, wrote an unpublished article about the octagon. Now, if you don't know who Jacqueline Bouvier is, I'm going to give you a little hint. Her name's Jackie Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Bouvier. Jackie Kennedy Onassis, she reports that, quote, in 1939, the wife of an army general stationed in Washington on a tour through the house smelled lilacs so strong, so suffocating, wherever I turned that I could hardly breathe. Oh. Lilacs is reportedly the fragrance that Dolly wore. Yes. Which is why they have attributed those smells to her. So Dolly haunts the octagon house sure um, with her shitty perfume with her gross <laughs> with her, lilac with her perfume with her gross old lady strangling perfume. perfume that's right with her nipple house and her weird perfume right so another ghost that so is said like to the haunt baba yaga in her <laughs> yeah. chicken foot house the baba yaga no. i haunt my nipple house with my i will curse you with my perfume <laughs> so another uh ghost that is said to haunt is the man in black, not to be confused with Tommy Lee Jones or Will Smith. Man in black, not men in black. Man sure, in black. sure. Uh, <laughs> Galaxy Defender. What am I be, yo? <laughs> so the first noted appearance of the ghost was in 1940. And um, the person who saw the ghost was a someone who was making a house call, was a doctor who was making a house call at the home. So, <laughs> this, weed dealer. <laughs> yes. The story goes in the late 1940s. That's legal uh, now. You a doctor, get that. Postmates for weed. Had made, <laughs> who had true. made a house call to the octagon had a strange encounter on the stairway. Caretaker, Tommy Chong, you have to do it as Tommy Chong on the stairway, please. Caretaker James Cypress. <laughs> Had I was summoned, on the fucking stairs, man. Had James Cypress had summoned the physician for his ailing wife, man. You need some CBD oil, man? The doctor was preparing to leave when he mustered up enough courage to ask Cypress if there was another costume party going on that night, man. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry. So, Cypress told him that there wasn't. The doctor looked perplexed, man, and told him of encountering a man on the stairs just a few moments before who had been dressed in a military uniform in the early 1800s. Yeah, I had to hide man. my weed. I just <laughs> saw it, man. Um, so apparently the man in black only shows himself to maintenance workers or people who are going to do some sort of service. So a maintenance hmm. man from the 1970s. Is he like the building super or something? Kind of. Um, <laughs> I'm like was, the ghost of the people, man. Yeah. Who was working yeah. Uh, the house late one night, man, uh, vacuuming the stairs between the first and second floor. He saw a man wearing a wearing dark black clothing. Late 19th century uh, apparel and a tall hat walk up the stairs. A tall hat. Yes, big old, big old hat. Like a stove I'm gonna, pipe. I'm, if you if you had a video podcast, you see me putting my hand way above so my head, the like two so, feet. The, the man so in black man. tipped his hat and continued past the maintenance man and disappeared. Wow. He passed the maintenance man, man. In 1980, in 1981, man, uh, there was a <laughs> maintenance worker who was on the second floor landing one night and heard no- a noise on the first floor. When he looked over the banister, he saw a man in black through the stair hall. He also reported that there is a step as you're heading downstairs from the second floor landing to the first floor that he would misstep every time. Oh, haunted huh. step. Kind of haunted step. Um, so the house, however, after all of these different ghostly manifestations, as you will, but the house was first reported haunted actually much, much earlier than that. Mm -hmm. Um, The house developed a reputation for being haunted actually back in 1888. So it's been a minute. He's been pimping. It's been a minute. Sure. Since this house has been sort of 
haunted. I have a lot of notes. Do it. Read your notes. So read your next notes. Octagon was established as a haunted house in 1888. Established when, as a haunted house. You yes. can do that. Uh, well, that is when the ghost stories first started. So oh, okay. It was like I thought in 1888, you had to like, when file some were paperwork like, with like the haunted house committee or something. Yes. So the uh, United States uh, Department of Hauntings, mm-hmm. um, they established their presence in 1888, and that's when people would show up and be like. Oise. Department of Hauntland I Security. I think I've been haunted. <laughs> uh, no. So 12 men decided to spend a night at the house in order to expel the ghosts or prove the legends wrong. So even before 1888, people were like, oh, I think this house might be haunted. But it was in 1888 when people were like, yo, we are going to spend the night here. We're going to deal with this. We're going to do it. And we're going to prove that it's not. Or maybe we're going to prove that it is. So a first-hand account was printed in a local newspaper, and this was subsequently quoted or paraphrased in articles printed in 1892, 1934, 1949-1969-1969-1969-1969-1969-1969-1969-1969-1969-1969-1969-1969-1969-1969-1969-1969-1969-1969-1969-1969-1969-1969-1969-1969-1969-1969-1969-1969-1969-1969-1969-1969-1
The bells in the house began to ring violently. General Ramsey immediately arose from the table to investigate, but failed to unravel the mystery. The butler, in a state of great alarm, rushed into the dining room and declared that it was the work of an unseen hand. As they continued to ring, General Ramsey held the rope, which controlled the bells, but it is said they were not silenced. Fun. That's creepy. But, true believers, the bells have been completely removed from the house, so sadly... The ringing is no more. Ghost bells. Yes. Um, I mean, it, it's one of those situations where I have another quote in 1874 where the bell legend again, you know, was mm-hmm. was told. So now the bells are gone. They're not there. They're not heard anymore. But before they were removed, people would hear them. But they, they don't hear them anymore now that they're gone. They're and there's gone. not like ghost bells. Yeah, there's no okay. ghost bells. But when there were bells in the house, you could grab that fucking. They, wire that controlled them and even it didn't though they matter. were disconnected it didn't yeah. matter so another one is it is an authenticated fact that every night at the same hour all the bells would ring at once one gentleman dining with colonel taylor when this mysterious ringing began being an unbeliever in mysteries and a very powerful man jumped up and caught the bell wires in his hand but only to be lifted bodily from the floor while he was unsuccessful in stopping the ringing some declare that it was discovered at a time that rats were the ghosts who rung the bells. Sure. Uh, others, that the cause was never discovered and that finally the family, to secure peace, were compelled to take the bells down and hang them in a different fashion. Among other remedies had been previously tried, that of exorcism, but the prayers of the priest who had been summoned availed not. So they just removed the bells and they said, fuck it, this is weird. We're getting rid of them all together. <laughs> yeah. Can't play nice. We don't like it. Get rid of it. Can't, like can't play nice. Nobody gets to play anymore. That's right. Um, yeah. Now we don't get to have any servants. And this now, is bullshit. And all because of a ghost. Yes. So that is my drunken story of the Octagon House <laughs> um, and the various many ghosts, which brings me to my beer. There are a buttload of ghosts in there, though. Yes. Which is Black Metallic uh, from Arrogant Bastard. It is a stout. It is. Uh, it is stringent for it. It is it is rough. I have not had a chance to drink any of it again because um, I'm on meds. Tell tell me about the flavors, you butthead. Smell it. Yeah, I do kind of smell it. Here we go. Ready? It just it smells not, stouty. It doesn't smell like much. Right? Yeah, it smells totally normal. It yeah. looks totally normal. It looks like a a big dark stout. Yeah. It's but what does it taste like? You have not had much of it. It is not an easy drinking stout. It is this not is the, 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 my favorite. It's not my favorite. Here she goes. She's licking her lips. She's making a face. It's not creamy or smooth. I'll no. give you that. <laughs> it, is, it is definitely a stout created by Arrogant Bastard. All right. Well, there you go. You know, and I like Arrogant Bastard beer. This is definitely not my favorite. No. Not into this at all. Wow. I'm not going to finish this. Okay. Well, we can dump those. <laughs> well, this is the part of the show where I get to pick a winner. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I got... I got ringing bells. I got racists. I get you, you guys. We got creepy dudes on stairs. We got Tommy Chong trying to sell weed to people. Solid all-star episode. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm gonna give it to the delightful morality tale this week. Oh, yay! Because the, I think the racial parable wins. Because I, I think after 117 episodes, it's it's nice that we finally taught you something good. <laughs> sure. Because for the most part, this. This this is a 
This is a terrible place full of awful people saying bad things. All That's right, right, guys. So, so this week we've learned don't be racist. That's yep. right. Thank you. Um, and drink beer or don't drink beer in black matte cans. I feel like neither of them were super great today. No. Yeah. Um, so please come back next week. We're going to talk to you about more shit. Yeah. And we're going to bring you some more of your personal ghost stories coming up real soon. That's so if right. you have your own, feel free to send them on in. Yeah. Booze and um, Bruce podcast. If not, send them in later. That's cool. We'll do another episode of them. Word. Um, but come back next week and we'll have more ghosts and more beer. And until then, cheers. cheers.